Hi everyone, welcome to episode two. I can't, I just, this is just so crazy to me. I still can't believe it. This, I'm recording this the day after I put out the podcast. So this isn't really when I'm recording the second episode, but I just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone. Like it was so overwhelming, the response and the support before and the support after. Like it was just crazy. It was all so overwhelming but in such a nice way and I couldn't ask for better friends but yeah I just wanted to say thank you if you you know popped up and said something to me about it or reposted it or even just listened to the podcast and gave it a chance I really really appreciate it like it means so much to me I can't even describe it now onto the actual episode but yeah thank you so much Okay, so I'm now with my special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> Hi, everybody. So I'm Manon. I'm Sahar's sister. Yay. Um, I'm 21, so I'm going to be her special guest today. She is my only other sibling and also just a... Older pre- sibling as well. Well, obviously. Did I'm I 21. say that? Yeah, okay. So we sound really similar. I don't know how similar we sound on this but you might struggle to differentiate between us so yeah i don't know how different we sound yeah <laughs> and also i call her mahna people <laughs> i call you sah yeah everyone calls my sister Manor. because it's easier to say i was always the top no, of the register i was always the top of the register and whenever so a teacher would read out my name <laughs> so we yeah, but your same. name's saha and my name no but everyone called me Sahar. like why? it's easier to pronounce than mah yeah okay but basically it just stemmed from like as we called each other since we were little i've called you mahna i don't even know what what do mum and dad call us they call us the same yeah mahna is that anyway yeah so i'm 21 and unfortunately i now live in derby but it has its perks because that's where i'm currently working and studying so mahna what do you do in derby i am a higher degree apprentice at Rolls-Royce studying aerospace engineering. Wait, what's a higher degree apprentice? Is that just a normal degree apprenticeship or...? Uh, Well, a higher degree apprenticeship is like when you get a uni degree after completing the apprenticeship. So you have a level two apprenticeship, which is when you come into a scheme straight after GCSEs. Mm. And then you can have a level four, which is when you come in after A-levels. And then you can have a level six, which is uni as well. So I came in after A-levels, did my level four in my first year, because it's a four-year long apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. So in the first year, I completed my level four, and now I'm doing my level six. So I'm doing my degree. So what is the apprenticeship in? The apprenticeship... So Rolls-Royce is a company that offers such a large range of apprenticeships. And just to give a bit of background first, before we get into it properly not a lot of people actually understand that Rolls-Royce no longer sell cars like it's not a car business anymore they have many sectors they have a civil aerospace sector they have a nuclear sector they have a defense sector so those are the areas that we cover in terms of like the market it's nothing to do with cars so the number one question right or rockets as well yeah I'm gonna get on to that just bear with me (laughs) do you do rockets no, not rockets. Oh, okay. That's like NASA. Okay. They do jet engines, <laughs> like for left. commercial, commercial planes. <laughs> sorry, sorry to disappoint. No, no we no, don't. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> right, anyway. 
I'll get a little bit more into my actual role and what my specific apprenticeship was. My apprenticeship was the standard engineering degree apprenticeship. It doesn't really specialise in anything like materials or manufacturing. So you have quite a wide scope. You can cover quite a lot of different business areas and then specialise in one that you like. So yeah, it's a four-year course. The first year, I started in January 2021. It was, do you remember how much of a nightmare that was? September was oh, supposed yeah, to be the start, was, COVID. Yeah, their A-level results were, like, so messed up because they were teacher-assessed. Yeah. Like, and ours my were... My teachers did me so dirty. Yeah, Mike, because I had GCSE results because of COVID, so we didn't actually do our GCSEs, and it was teacher-assessed, but we were at a private school, and really, we all know that they can't risk having bad grades, so the teachers are going to give you good grades anyway. That actually didn't happen with a lot of people, you know. Quite really? a few people didn't do well, but anyway... Um, yeah, so she... Yeah, but that's because the government had... They reversed it anyway, didn't they? Not for GCSEs. Oh. For A-levels. There was, like, uproar so. about A-levels. So, basically, when I originally applied for the apprenticeship, the start date was supposed to be, like, in September. We were supposed to find out, I don't know, quite some time before that. And then COVID hit. All the businesses took a massive hit. You know, the economy was, Rolls like... Rolls-Royce suffered quite a bit, didn't they? Yeah, because... Okay, so Rolls-Royce... Good point. Airplanes. Yeah, and the thing is, what people don't realise is... So, a jet engine, just in case y'all don't know, a jet engine is pretty damn expensive. Yeah. It costs between 16 to £18 million pounds for a jet engine. Pretty expensive. But we charge for the amount of time that the engine's flying. So, flying hours... So it's kind of like renting an engine. And as you can imagine, what happened during COVID, there were no flights, no one was travelling, no planes, so none of our engines were running and we were losing a shit ton of money. Mm. So I can imagine that hiring apprentices is not the bloody priority. Yeah, so exactly. Hiring apprentices, you've got to bear in mind, they pay for your uni degree, guys. You, you, you're debt-free. <laughs> you are debt-free. That's one thing you've got on literally everybody. So you're debt-free, they pay for your uni, and... You get experience, and Which is while priceless. you're there... Experience is so priceless. Exactly, and while you're there, you get paid as well, and a good pay too. Like, it's honestly, like, a win-win situation. But, yeah, so you can imagine, uni fees is, like, £40,000, mm. whatever, yeah. and then on top of the pay that they're paying, it's over a hundred. you know, like, yeah. it's it's a lot of money, like, over a 100... Wait, way more than a 100... A lot, yeah. a lot of money <laughs> to invest in one apprentice, and you've got to bear in mind they take on about sixty. So okay. yeah, it's, it's in different. Yeah, different. No, but they took on sixty our year civil aerospace oh, in okay. our department. Well, I don't know. I, I'm guessing sixty. There was about, or maybe maybe. There was just actually, over no. twenty at HSBC. No, maybe thirty. Thirty civil. Yeah. I think sixty is like the whole, all of us, like yeah. materials, manufacturing, mm. and us because. Yeah, as I said, they specialise in materials and manufacturing and we do just civil. But, yeah, as I was saying, COVID hit Rolls-Royce, it hit the airlines, it hit basically all travel agencies. Like, the travel industry was massively, massively affected. So they were basically thinking about whether they were going to carry on the scheme or not. Yeah, so they, they called me and they were like, listen, like, we hope you're okay. Like, we're not really sure what's going on at this time. And had you applied to uni? No. Yeah, so because I, no I'm one of those people that is I'm like all in. I'm either all or nothing. Like yeah. I can't I can't half heartedly do something. So it was like for me, once I decided I want to apply for Rolls Royce, I was like, I'm getting in there. Whatever it takes, like I will get that job. Yeah. So I was like, Do you know what? Uni, there was a chance to apply for uni and I knew like obviously literally uni's not hard to get into. <laughs> do you know what I, mean? yeah. so I was like I mean it is for competitive universities, yeah, but yeah. like for most universities 
they want your money. Come yeah. to us, you know what I mean? Like, waste your time. Spend four years of your life partying and pay for it. Anyway, <laughs> each to their own. Oh, wait, no, sorry. The lady was, like, calling me to, like, update me and give me, like, regular updates, but they were so useless. Like, she'd call me and she'd be like... Um, we're just letting you know that like we're still thinking about you guys <laughs> but we don't have a fucking clue what we're doing am I allowed to swear on this podcast excuse my French I don't only swear yeah. anyway but I, I'm not going to swear on it but you can if you want okay. I'll, I'll try not to I don't usually swear guys anyway <laughs> trying to impress your audience yeah so I didn't find out what was happening we were in Brighton on holiday I was literally stressing the A-level results still hadn't been revealed because they were teacher assessed and I for some reason once again I did I did A-levels on my own time I failed all my exams because I had my own timetable and I was like to all the teachers I told the teachers that I wasn't working to their Mm. Like, I wasn't going to do any homework. Yeah, that was like this guy in the house. He did no work. I said, I'm he not going to no do homework. any homework. He came up with such good grades. Yeah, that's what I... the thing is that if you work at your own pace, as long as you get the grades, it doesn't, it shouldn't really matter. Yeah, but it does it's matter. frustrating for the teachers. Because it's like, why should we that's let you do it? That's how your progress as well. It's just quite... Exactly. Yeah. So I literally said to them, like, I'm not doing any, I'm not doing any work. I was so, I was such a, oh my gosh, pain in the arse at school. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, sorry, I'm not doing any work, like... Oh, I promise you, I will deliver on results day. And then, lo and behold, COVID hits and I never yeah, got to deliver. So they, they had nothing to work off, really. Yeah, they had no proof. Apart and all trust. And all of the government all of the government guidelines was like, refer to mock exams, mm. refer to your exams. So even though the teachers kind of did me dirty, I did kind of do myself dirty by not, by not achieving in those exams. And yeah. you know when teachers are always like, guys, try really hard in your mock exams yeah. because if you can't make it on the real exam day, this will be used. Mm it's real shit like it's yeah. real shit actually working your mock exams because yeah. covid taught me that lesson oh i'm so happy i don't have to revise anymore that was literally the worst <laughs> you worked so hard though like and now it's done it's just i know we're here we're chilling but anyway yeah so i got my results and they were d's the reason i was the what reason the requirements for the apprenticeship they were c's yeah but that you got d's yeah i know yeah i got d's like it wasn't that much higher because one thing about the requirements i believe that rolls royce keep their requirements quite low because they want they need like a really large range of skills it's really diverse in there you just need to be able to handle yourself professionally and manage things professionally that's more important yeah it was the same with hsbc the grade requirements were ccc but like she said, I think it really depends on you as a person. Like, they want you to be social and have just really good people skills, I think. Yeah, they want you to be, like, all-rounder. Yeah, because they basically teach you anything. They mould you into who they want you to be. So it doesn't really matter what grades you get. Yeah, exactly. They teach you everything from scratch. Getting your grades is just about knocking 50% of people off. Yeah. Like, it's about narrowing it down it's the same way that grades determine what uni you go to uni determines what job you get job determines what career you end up with career ends up like it determines what your life is yeah. that's just how the world works but anyway we keep going off on tangents so apologies the, <laughs> this is what happens when we're together y'all yeah. the government luckily decided to take a u-turn my grades got bumped up to b's which were the teacher predicted grades wait was it the no the government i'm not sure I don't know, it got reversed and somehow it was higher than... No, yeah. So the teachers, I'm sure that the government give you a certain grade, mm. which is like standardised, and then the teachers give you a grade, and the teachers were the ones that lowered my grade to a D, and then they reversed it and gave the government officiated grades, which were yeah. Bs. And that's why I was so 
angry because my chemistry teacher, I'm not naming any names, right, at King Edwards, <laughs> you can probably narrow it down, but he used to literally say to me, Manor, like, he said, word for word, if you don't get an A star in your A level, I will be so disappointed. And then he gave you a D. How does that make any sense? Like, yeah, no, because that shows that he believed that you would get it. So why didn't he give you that grade? Exactly. Like he yeah, completely sh- shot me down yeah, while he some could. Some teachers like, are just a bit strange. Yeah. But I, I'd never. I really can't wait to go back to it because I'm guys. If you if you go to King Edwards, I'm gonna come down. Well, I mean that's only for the DV presentation evening or something. I'm doing like it's an inspirational. <laughs> it's an inspirational talk, people talk thing. But yeah. yeah, I'm probably gonna go down there to speak. Yeah, I'm gonna go and see Mr. We the can't teacher. Non discussion. Like, yeah, 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 no disclosure. No dis- non-disclosure, is that yeah. what it's called? Whatever. Yeah, an NDA, non-disclosure agreement. agreement. yeah. Okay. So, anyway, yeah, the government did a U-turn, I got in. Well, I got the grades, but did I get in? I still didn't know. Yeah. I hadn't found out from Rolls-Royce until after uni had started for everyone, so after September. Yeah. I was planning on flying away. I wanted to come to Cyprus for three months. I was literally like... I just yeah. want to leave. Yeah. I have nothing to do now. Yeah. Like, I had no clue what was going to go on. And yeah, then... you were depending on it. Then they got, I got the call and they told me that I got in. Okay. And I was really happy. But how did you hear about it in the first place? What, what steps did you take to actually get it? The most amazing thing happened. And it was literally <laughs> just chance. Like, whenever I think about it, I'm just like, wow. Like, the, I... It's literally just chance. It's all just chance. Oh, and God. Yeah, yeah, God. Yeah. Yeah, it's from God, guys. Anyway, so um, basically what happened is there was a Women Engineering Day. I did physics, chemistry and maths A-level. Oh, yeah, we need to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I did physics, chemistry and maths A-level. But to Why get into engineering... That? That's literally... I I let go of all sciences as soon as I could. I yeah. loved sciences. No, at GCSE, like, I did well in them. I got really good grades, and but I hated it. I really just didn't enjoy it. I loved it. Yeah, that's but that's how the world works. Yeah, people really are. Just Why so would different. you not want to know how the world works? No, because it confuses me. It's the thing, like, like, like how does your phone work? I don't want to know. But then you will never be able to develop the next, like, the new I technology. I don't care. Someone else can do that. Me? Not, yeah. <laughs> you can do that. But I like people are so different. Like, I don't genuinely don't. And this is the same I thing. I genuinely don't understand how you do. She's so it. she's so passionate about jet engines. <laughs> But, I mean, obviously that developed after working there. You don't just start with a passion. You do. Jet. Some kids do. Yeah. You know the kids that I work with at, like, STEM events? They come and they know all the names yeah, of, like, the that's because of your parents. Okay, anyway. <laughs> how did you get into it? Let's go back to that. Okay, so my A-levels were chemistry, physics, and maths. I had no clue what I wanted to do. Like, I was just kind of going off the bat that, like, yeah. I enjoyed those subjects, got A-stars in them at GCSE. They're good subjects to fall back on. Yeah, bloody good subjects. They're the three hardest, G- the three hardest A-levels. Yeah ranked um so yeah did those and then I was just like what the hell do I do like I could go into medicine I could go into engineering literally I could go into pretty much anything anything that I wanted and I was like I just don't know about anything Mm -hmm. like I don't know what I would want to do I don't know where I would apply for I started looking into engineering because I was like medicine seven years doctor strikes sorry to anyone who's studying medicine but f that like sorry F the no, not no, no. no. <laughs> and I feel like for me, I just feel like I'm, I really do oppose. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> I feel like for me, doctors are so basic, and I do apologise. But like, if you if you say if I ask you what you want to do, and you say a doctor, like it's just like. You have no thoughts for yourself. <laughs> no, Sarah, that's not true. No, I know. I, disagree with that I know. Some people are passionate. Can I, can I counteract that? 
So I think that if you're a doctor, you just want to help people. No, we need doctors. Of course we do. Like, Let's not discourage them, though. No, I know. Okay, we encourage Sorry. you, doctors of the future. Sorry. Please take that as a career. Yeah. We need you. And we really value you because during COVID, you pulled through. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway, so... Um... <laughs> so, basically, it was from God. It was, like, getting towards... It was. I think I was in my second year. So my final year, and we were supposed to be applying for universities and stuff, and I still had no clue what to do, but I was like, okay, aerospace engineering, like, I might have a look at it, like, I'll see. Mm. Um, because I was literally searching up what are the best degrees to do with, with the subjects that I had, and those are, like, some of the best paid jobs or whatever. Yeah. And then there was a women engineering day, but I don't really care, I'm not going to lie, like, I wasn't really bothered about it. Did you it. have to go to it? No, no, no. It was, like, a, it was That's at lunchtime. Cool, right? Yeah, it was at lunch. Did your friends like, go? No. So, basically, what happened is they brought, like, a Jaguar F-Type, a Lamborghini, what? or, like, I forgot what it was, like, two, like, luxury cars. Yeah. Like, they bought two really nice cars mm. because one of the teachers there had a friend mm. that was a... I think she was a computer... He's a smart teacher, though, because oh, the fact that he brought gosh. those cars, that would instantly turn heads. Like, yeah, like, he knew what to do yeah. to engage the kids. Yeah. And it's really important to do that because one huge part of my apprenticeship right now is STEM work, outreach projects and stuff like that. And what we're working on all the time is, like, how to interact with the youth and encourage them into this area because there's so many opportunities and we we need people to to, to apply yeah. but anyway outside they brought two like luxury cars in i'd heard like all the boys had like gone outside obviously yeah. because they're like oh like cars whatever <laughs> like they'd all gone outside but it was a woman so all the boys yeah. had gone outside but there was a woman there do you know what i mean yeah. and i was like what's everyone going outside for and i was like you know, following where the boys are going. I'm joking. But I was just like, oh, where are the boys going? So I was like, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I just went to go see what the car, like, everyone was rushing outside. Yeah, okay. Everyone was rushing outside, and I was like, what's going on? So we all saw, like, these cars, and they were letting you sit inside and, like, rev the engines, and, like, yeah, like, they were letting people have a look. So obviously, it's inspiring for kids. Yeah. And there was a lady that was, like, stood there with a walking stick. And I don't know, she looked like a local. I didn't even think that... Was she old? I don't know why I mentioned the walking (laughs) stick. It wasn't that important. But... That's what you remember about her. <laughs> she, her name was Penny. Was she old? Yeah, quite old. Okay. But she was, like, so lovely. Oh. And she was one of the first computer scientists or something working on these no software, way. like, working on, like, some software Royce? at the time. No, not from Rolls-Royce. I thought there was a lady with Ro- from Rolls-Royce there, but no, she wasn't. That was okay. someone that I met at later stage. <clears throat> but anyway, so, yeah, this lady, this old lady with the walking stick, I got to speaking with her because I just love speaking to people. Yeah. When I saw everybody busy with the cars, I was like, oh, whatever like while I wait for my turn like yeah. I'll just speak to her so like I was speaking to her and I was like oh so like what do you do like are these your cars because if they are then you need <laughs> to tell me you what you, your job is because that's what like you know when you see a nice car you're like how did you get it I want yeah. that job really important thing is talk to as many people as you can just like network 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 it is so useful not what you know it's who you know yeah but it is what you know as well guys i'm not gonna lie so how did that you know develop into rolls royce um so yeah she told me about like software engineering and computer scientists and stuff like that and i was like yeah like computing and all of that geeky stuff gets you these nice cars like i don't want to do any of that programming i don't like none of this coding stuff that everybody meant do you know what i mean python like zero one binary like do you remember scratch from school the little orange (laughs) car that wasn't coding 
That was I mean it kind of was, but like No, but I just hated IT. What was our That was like the called? easiest thing. It literally said rotate she, fifty degrees. Yeah, yeah, no, but I still found it so hard. Like <laughs> I hated it. They it should make you like Saha as well. Who? Actually, I feel high. They taught us uh, binary. Zero, one, zero, one. Yeah, see, that's what I don't... This is really upsets me. Because like, that's what... Zero, yeah, like, like apparently... computers work. That's what I mean. Yeah. I hate that. Like, uh, you expect not- me to <laughs> comprehend that my phone is working off one, one, zero, zero, one, one. Like, it's... Okay, it's hard to explain, but okay. it's actually understandable. I'm not... Maybe another day. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so... um, But, yeah, the way computers work and, yeah. it, like, automation and stuff is, like, really cool. Enough complaining about binary and python that was basically why i got a little bit put off by it because even though she was so passionate and she was telling me about how it was like an amazing thing she was the only woman working there and she was really really trying to encourage me into it because i was a woman like i was a woman (laughs) i was a woman so it was women in engineering day so i think that's why they brought her and she was talking about how like women think in a different way to men like obviously men have their own strengths yeah but women also have their their strengths as well you know and for an area she was really highlighting particular areas that women excel excel in comparison to men that was really interesting to me to hear because she was saying like like she literally spoke to me she was like you need to understand everyone thinks a different way yeah and women think a different way and we we need to be in engineering like we we need women in engineering because we need that diversity that's why they're encouraging it and people like to say oh yeah i i that's a whole different subject what we say about the groups of like um in in school the grades yeah so that's quite interesting um and it does link well to this When I did a placement, which I'll go on to when we speak about how I actually applied yeah. for Rolls-Royce, but prior to actually starting Rolls-Royce, I did do placement. During that placement, the manager of the team that I was working in at the time um, spent some time with me, just giving me a bit of background on like the area of the business, etc. And one of the things that he was saying, because obviously they were encouraging more women into engineering, yeah. they need that diversity, yeah. as we touched on with the grades as well, yeah. how they how they want to be as inclusive as possible, lowering yeah. the grades to get a wide range of talent. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's, that, it's all about getting people who think in different ways. Yeah. So he said to me, which I found really, really interesting, and ladies, if you're listening, mm-hmm. please pay attention. They said that when they go around to schools and they put out sort of like, I don't know, the set of criteria that they're looking for. Yeah. And they actually match up who fits that criteria. If you were to separate it into thirds, so you have a top third, a middle third and a bottom third, they found that the bottom third is boys and girls. Yeah. The second third is boys, sorry. Majority, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, majority. And the top is majority girls. Yeah. So that means that the skill set that they're after, women actually really have. Because the thing is, engineering is a lot of problem solving. Yeah. Don't um, let it put you off that it's kind of a male-dominated sector. Because it is really, isn't it? It is. I honestly, even now, there's two other girls that I know that work with me. Most of the time, I'm the only woman in the room. Mm. In my last team, I was the only woman. But I find it empowering more than... Yeah, at the moment, especially with how much encouragement there is yeah. behind femi- like yeah. the, the whole feminist movement. But you do you do still notice there are kind of like prejudices at work and stuff like that about women. Yeah. But um, that's... Still a long way to go. Yeah, we still have, have some work to do. We'll talk about the, like, the feminist movement another time because there's quite a lot to it. Yeah, there's and that's a, a huge topic. Yeah, yeah. And just, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was quite an interesting thing to say from the manager because 
he was obviously trying to highlight that women do have a lot of the skills that they are looking for. Going back to the Women in Engineering Day at school, that's what the lady was also saying, so that just reiterates what the business needs. I left that event, I thought, do you know what, good chat, Penny. I've met you now, do you know what I mean? I found out about it, sounds cool, and do you know what, good for you that you got into coding and you did all that, yeah. but I can't code, I'm never going to try to code, mm. and engineering, it meh, it I don't know. Yeah, it? it kind of did a little bit, because yeah. I started looking into engineering. Okay. So I was like, okay, engineering makes money. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't realise engineering made that much money, mm. but I started looking into it. It did spark an interest in engineering, but I wasn't interested enough to act on it. It wasn't <laughs> passion, do you know what I mean? Then, my teacher, who is my favourite teacher, of all time ever like he is my favorite teacher from honestly king from king edwards i'm not gonna name his name we might be you able might to say who he is in the future yeah i'll find out if i can if i can say who he is maybe but, he wants to shout out <laughs> <laughs> you'll probably be able to figure it out if you go to king edwards who it is because like i'd be so surprised if his personality isn't yeah. as radiant with like you know everywhere like I'm, yeah. i'd be surprised if he didn't have that energy that's just so noticeable but anyway so this teacher took it upon himself to ensure that I followed through on that initial spark so I'm not even joking like as I said before I did school on my own time I was not bothered about being ahead of the game with anything like I knew that I was going to get where I wanted to get and I was like confident with it and not in a cocky way but just like I did my work mindset yeah mindset he literally chased me like I'm not even like I'd see him in the hallway and he'd be like um Manor I I saw you sorry I forgot to mention Penny said to him I was in conversation with her when they were having to tie up the event okay and me and her were like you know what I'm like talking 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 like just conversating so we were off on a tangent and she was excited because I was the only person that had properly spoken to her and therefore guys again it's so important to speak to people because if I didn't speak to her and show that interest and she wasn't interested the teacher never would have spotted that spark and he never would have thought it was worth pursuing like he must have seen something in me and he he always says this to me he saw something in me that day yeah, yeah. and that's why yeah. he followed me and tried to get yeah. me into it because but, he knew. Yeah, I think when people, when you have conversations with people you don't know as well, you need to show like actual genuine interest in what they're saying because I feel like a lot of people have shallow conversations. But you have to, the thing is, you th- that comes when you are genuinely interested. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't, and to be honest, that I guess that's just a personality trait. Yeah. I'm interested in absolutely everything. Yeah. I think that people come from all different walks of life and we're born into privilege. And if you're born into privilege, that should inspire you to give back and it should also inspire you to learn from other people's life experiences. So he spotted the spark in me because it was time to type the event and she'd got carried away with the conversation and Mr no name <laughs> mr bleep was like we've got to type the event sorry like you're gonna have to wrap up your discussion yeah um but he must have been now looking at it from his perspective he must have been like oh this is great yeah. she's actually interacted with a yeah. woman we're getting what we want from the women yeah, in engineering event aim. yeah <laughs> and yeah they'd got all the boys outside to go and rev some engines yeah. but did they actually get any valuable interactions yeah. yes they did because i now work at rolls royce penny said to the teacher make sure you, like, get her involved with something. Mm. Like, tell her, like, make sure you get her involved with something. Yeah. And I didn't pay attention to it. I thought most teachers don't really normally care. Yeah. Like, they're not really that bothered. Yeah. It's just a situation. I'd never met this teacher before. I should yeah. probably mention that. I'd never seen him at school. Oh, I'd, was he not a subject teacher? He's, he taught computer... Oh. Oh, 
think talk computer that. science, guys, <laughs> at Key Edwards. And um, <laughs> narrowing it, <laughs> it down to like two teachers. Really? But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, he taught computer science at King Edwards. Um, but I didn't do computer science, obviously, I did physics, maths, and chemistry, yeah, yeah. so I had no exposure to him whatsoever. Yeah. So I really thought he's not going to care. Yeah, anyway, one chemistry lesson, just minding my business, doing my work. This is after him walking past me many times in the hallway saying, Minor, have you um, looked at, like, Rolls-Royce yet? Go yeah. on their website, have a look. Like, they do engineering. Mm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'll get yeah. round to it. I'll get round to it. Yeah. One day, I was in my chemistry lesson. It's been, bearing in mind, it's been, like, probably a month mm. of him asking me now. Mm-hmm. And he's knocked on the door. I'm thinking, why is this yeah. guy <laughs> knocking on my door yeah. when this is my class, like... I don't have to do it. Yeah. I don't have to do this engineering thing. Why are you forcing me? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he literally knocked on the door and I looked through the door and I was like, there's no way he's going to ask me. Like, yeah. there's no way. Surely oh, he's just doing some, like, him. admin work or something. Yeah. And he was like, oh, um, Mr. Davey, that was my teacher at the time for chemistry. Could you just, can I borrow Manor for a minute? I went outside. He's like, Manor, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I don't have to do it. Yeah. What, what do you mean? Like, yeah. I've not got around to it yet. And he was like, you're missing yeah. an opportunity. You don't see what you're missing. Like, do it. Just do it. Yeah. And I was like... So is he talking about the degree apprenticeship? No, he was saying, look at Rolls-Royce's website. Yeah. I'm sure that they offer placements there. Okay. They offer so. two placements to two people a year. Okay. Yeah. And there's an application process online. And at the time, they were still doing, they were still doing those placements. Now it's kind of a bit difficult because of uh, COVID and stuff. I don't know if they've got the scheme back up and running. Yeah. It's kind of, if you know someone in the company... Maybe you'll get lucky. If you guys want a placement, then contact Sahar. We'll see if we can find out if there's something going on there. I could put like your email in the description. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So yeah, he's called me out of the classroom. He's like, Manon, get your shit together yeah. and apply. I was friends with a lot of people at the time who weren't very ambitious. Mm. And that did definitely yeah. impact my... Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Literally. So... When I left Sheffield Girls, this is definitely a major tangent, but I think it's quite important. Okay. When I left Sheffield Girls and moved to King Edwards and stuff, the mindset difference was quite large. And I think it's really difficult because you can easily fall, especially when you're the naughty kid at a good school yeah. and you're always being whipped into shape. Yeah. When you go, when you're the naughty kid in a school where there's a lot more naughty kids, straight away you fall into that yeah. pile of naughty kids. Mm-hmm. And that made me realise how close I was. If, if that teacher didn't intervene, mm-hmm. how close I was to falling to off, falling off yeah. and not getting that opportunity because of the people that I was around and because of the mindset that I'd fallen into it's so important and that is another topic for a podcast another day but we'll definitely talk about that how schools yeah in different areas yeah yeah anyway so he was making sure that I wasn't one of those children that slipped away basically and he saw that so yeah he forced me to apply for it basically well he didn't force me he was just like Manor please do it and I was like okay Manor you're actually taking the piss now like why are you not applying so I wrote like a long application whatever applied got it and then I went it was all the way in Derby in Sea Wing in the combustion so she had to travel to Derby every day but mum was taking you yeah in the car she drove me there and drove home and then drove there again and picked me up and drove me back home every day she travelled four hours in the car every day. She's so... Anyway. We could talk about how amazing our mum is. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, forever. The work placement... I struggled a little bit at first because they basically give you a huge manual and it's like, do CAD. So CAD is a software that you use to draw engine t- engine parts. So I was basically doing, like, a walkthrough of that um, for a week. First two days, hated it, and then 
I just fell in love. Like, yeah. I was literally like, wow. I met people. I spoke to this woman, Abby, 23-year-old, got a first house, drives a range. Spoke to Olivia. She couldn't get into her university of choice originally. Now she can get into, I think it's the university of, like that works, something to do with NASA, but she's now going there. The opportunity that you get, basically what advertised it for me was, the people that I met on placement, when you go on a one-week placement, you will never, ever be able to understand how much how much actually gets done and what, what the job actually entails. Yeah. One week is not enough. Even after a six-month placement, which is the amount of time that you spend when you do your rotations in your second, third and fourth year of the degree apprenticeship, you still literally only just understand what that job role is yeah, when you've reached the six-month mark. Of, of and Yeah, exactly. And even then, it's only a fraction of the job. So imagine one-week placement. They can't give you much work. Yeah. They're just It's about networking again. Yeah. You've got to meet people. And when I met people and they told me about the things that they worked on and the, the things that they'd achieved and the places that they'd been able to go, I was like, wow, this is where yeah. I need to be. Yeah. And after that, I was like set on it and I wanted nothing else I was like Rolls Royce is where I'm going to work I'm waiting for that apprenticeship did they tell you about the apprenticeship on the placement yeah so I asked the girl that did the apprenticeship because the 23 year old that had her own house and a Range Rover and was always coming in to work in designer (laughs) was like I did an apprenticeship scheme like she did some she did something like psychology at at sixth form yeah honestly A levels don't matter that much but I think they do at the same time yeah like it depends what you want to go into yeah but an apprentice scheme is so so good like I can't vouch for them more than I already do like I'm so passionate about getting people onto them I was so set on applying for Rolls Royce I was literally waiting every night refreshing the website like when's this when's it going to be released and the manager told me it was around August November after wait after you'd done your A-levels or the year year one year one okay yeah it was year one okay um, it was year one that I did my placement. Yeah, so then after that, I was set on what I wanted to do because that's when I went to the AMRC. I knew that I wanted to apply for Rolls-Royce. Yeah. So I was like, okay, where else can I go? I need more work experience. Mm-hmm. What's going to make me a good candidate? What's going to make me out. stand out yeah. to apply there? If you want to apply for an apprenticeship, I'd say showing that you have some sort of interest in that specific area that you're going, to, that you're going into is really, really important. And you, you can show interest in the interview, but I think showing that you have work experience shows it even more. Like yeah. it's just a whole step further. It shows that you have passion. They yeah. don't want people that don't have passion because people with that passion won't deliver. That's yeah. the issue. Like... Rolls-Royce is a company of people, like, it's a people company. Like, yeah. they work with passionate engineers who are passionate about the products that they produce, and it's just a really nice environment. But anyway, when you're applying, you have to show that you are passionate. Mm. And it's because there's just, there's thousands of applicants. Yeah. Why would they pick you when there's a child who's been watching plane documentaries since they were seven? Yeah. Why would they choose you? Yeah. And fair enough, you might not have always been into planes, but since you've got into planes... Mm show that you have been into planes because yeah i might not have had a background a really strong background i'd only started doing work experience two years prior prior to applying well it's quite a long time yeah it shows that that you did that in year one kind of scares me a bit because i was not i wasn't that active in year one it was only towards the end of year two that i started looking into anything well it was only by chance that i yeah that it happened yeah i think think that's probably why there was no sense of urgency as well yeah from my side about applying to this placement that makes more sense yeah. yeah I think I kind of got the timing a little bit wrong, but yeah, like I wasn't bothered. It wasn't just me being mm. like a misdemeanor, a misdemeanor. I don't know what that means. A menace. 
not a mystery. <laughs> it wasn't just me being a menace. So when you're applying, things like work experience, even do some online courses. There's so many free online courses that you can do anything to show that you're interested. Make sure that you know about the company. Make sure that you know about current projects. Make sure you know about what they're in the news for because Rolls Royce is always in the news. Just quickly, before we change onto a more light-hearted topic, STEM is such an amazing 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 place to work and hopefully Sahar lets me come on one day to talk more about what I do like actually do at work yeah because I think you guys will find that interesting but we'll see what your response is maybe you've just been really bored by this yeah we've I hope you found it interesting there's so many opportunities in STEM so I went to Bournemouth Air Show that was literally last week well like two weekends ago that was through that was through STEM ambassadors so they paid for my trip down there paid for my hotel literally got to watch the air show met the pilots and the thing is I saw so many STEM stands there for helicopter companies um just anything you can imagine there's a there's a company for it these companies no one knows about but these are the companies with millions and millions of pounds to spend on development and what better place to be in than development it's an industry that will never go out of fashion yeah and we all know that technology is always improving it's such an important thing to be in automation and electro electrification right now is what we're working on i would have liked to talk about it more yeah Honestly, it's amazing, guys. I'm just so passionate. And please, please apply. Yeah, I think the main thing that we want to say is that it is actually genuinely interesting. I think, well, I know for me, definitely, when I think about engineering, it doesn't sound very interesting. Dad did it engineering. engineering, Even if you apply to, even if you get into a company like Rolls Royce, Mm. as soon as you're in there, you don't have to do hands-on engineering. You can do the test. So we have the largest test bed in the world, test bed 80, 80 million pounds it costs to build that test bed. On my first placement... As a nine, like a twenty-year-old, a nineteen-year-old, literally going down there yeah. and putting the equipment on the test bed, testing how how the engines work in different climates. Yeah. If you don't want to do so that, you can do. We, the, can, sorry, we can tell <laughs> that she's so passionate. She doesn't want to stop talking about it. But yeah, I think we're going to wrap up about Rolls Royce now. But basically, it's a very good company to work for, and just in general, to get apprenticeships, just go for it. Like it, they are competitive, but it's so worth it. Like beyond worth it. But yeah, okay, moving on. I honestly need a jingle. I've, I've been trying to make one on GarageBand. I actually say garage. How do you say oh, garage? I need a jingle. Yeah. Do you say I, garage I or garage? I say garage, but isn't that a weird way to say it? I feel like everyone garage. says garage. But anyway, so I've been trying to make a jingle just to break it up and introduce, because if you listen to other podcasts, they have like a little introdu- uh, introduction jingle. <laughs> Be that. Yeah, maybe it could just be that. And I tried to make some, but they all just sound so cringy. Like, can you imagine me just sat in bed on garage band, like playing around? And Matt has tried to do it as well with me, and it just didn't. Oh, work. it was so fun. I know. But anyway, so moving on. Where are we right now, Mahna? Cyprus! Wow! <laughs> okay. We're very excited. We are sat on the balcony yeah. with our notes. Recording a podcast, looking at the sea, with I the mountains. Where else would we want to be? It's literally home. Right? It's thirty degrees, but it's. I we're think in the shade. I keep saying this to you, but it was the best time to come away because we escaped winter. It, England was just starting to become a bit yeah. cold, and we just ran away to the sun. It was literally forty degrees as well, wasn't it? Recently, yeah, we've had like an extended summer, which we're so grateful for. But anyway, what do you miss most about England? I'm not gonna lie, I miss. Wait, how can I just say my answer because I know what yours is gonna be. <laughs> Mine is Prince, and yours should have been Prince as well. 
I was waiting. That's why. So basically, I made a document of all these questions and I didn't show her my answers that I wrote for them. Just like, no, so mine was Prince in capital letters. I knew she wasn't going to say him. Guys, I miss him so much. Like, Okay, Prince is my cat, by the way. Oh my God. Prince is just amazing. I love him so much. Like, I can't. And he's at a cat hotel right now. And we've been getting pictures. The poshest cat hotel. He is such a spoiled Yeah, cat. so all of them were fully booked. So we had to go to the most expensive one. But I think maybe that was a, a blessing in disguise because they're, they're really good with him. And I just miss him so much. He's just so cute. Like, I don't know how to explain it. But anyway, so that's... She doesn't miss Prince. Literally, the question was, what do you miss most from England? How is it not Prince? Like, we're bringing him next time because I can't bear. I don't know why. She's making me laugh. What my answer is. Yeah, her answer is the complaint efficiency in England. It's just so ridiculous here in Cyprus. (laughs) That's literally, she's going to say complaining. Complaining. Like, I just... Okay, you can say yours now. I'm so upset. I knew, I knew, that's why. Right, anyway. I can't so. breathe. I can't breathe. Oh my gosh. No, because it sounds so shallow now. Yeah, well. No, because I do. I really do. That no, was, no, you don't. I do. So, what I miss most about England, I feel like my personality type is just not going to be represented well by my answer here, but whatever. I think it will be very well represented. Can <laughs> <laughs> you just say what you miss? I miss. I basically <laughs> what I miss most about England is <laughs> the complaint efficiency <laughs> the law like I actually miss the law of you can finish a whole plate of food and still get your money back for it if it's not of satisfactory conditions yeah. so basically that the reason for that is because yesterday no, okay, well, yesterday we basically went out to eat a restaurant. It wasn't yesterday. The day before yesterday, we went out to eat a restaurant. I'm not joking, Saha. What came out on our plates? Rubbish. Rubbish. We paid Rubbish. so much money because basically the harbour's like... It's the touristy place. Everyone goes there because it's gorgeous. That's where we st- we stayed, me, her and Gabby. So we were down there every night. We didn't eat there, so... And you, you lot bloody wanted to go there so bad. Well, oh, I didn't. No, no, but you were like, as you were walking, you were like, it's quite busy. There was one person sat no, there. there was two tables. There were four. Anyway, mm, so basically we'd ordered like, we, on the menu, first of all, it literally just said prawns yeah. and then it said chicken, okay. like nothing with it. Yeah. And then it came out with nothing with it, but we asked him already, like, is it going to come with any food? And it literally came out with no food with it and then it tasted horrible it tasted like nothing sahas no i ordered a mixed kebab how do you get a mixed kebab wrong in it cyprus like, it looked like it was like a, a burger a bone <laughs> like it was awful but yes yeah, so we we tried to complain we just said we, no one had touched the food like yeah. we couldn't we tried it. it we tasted i tasted each bit of the different kebab and it was not good and we couldn't like we literally couldn't eat it so we obviously were like listen I'm so sorry, but we can't, eat, we can't it. eat it. And they didn't say, okay, we'll make you another play. We'll make you the best yeah. dish. Like, we'll do something. They were so rude. And they were literally like... Which, by the way, guys, is not normal for Turkish yeah. people. Everyone Basically, the sweetest people, the most understanding people. I don't know what's wrong. The thing is... The economy yeah. is going to shit. Yeah. So basically what's happened is... And this is why... I'm not just a shallow person. This is why I miss <laughs> the complaint. That, like, it, there was more to it, sort of thing. Like, the, the reason behind it is because, like... 
Cyprus's economy, when we lived here, back when we were growing up, what was it? Oh, one pound to three lira. So, like, the, the, the exchange rate. Yeah, and uh, now it's one to about 20. Which 21. is, f- like, what? Yeah, yeah. That's seven times what yeah. it was. Like, it's ridiculous. So, obviously, as you can imagine, but guys, people earn, like, 400 pounds a month here. Yeah, that's, and like, the average... Like, it's really low pay here. So, obviously, you're a rich man if you come here from England, but mm. if, you, if you're if you working here right now, it's brutal conditions, and yeah. I guess it, it's making people a lot more aggressive. So, even though the food was awful, they didn't want to give us anything more. They didn't want to give us more food and maybe make us a better dish. Can they didn't want to... I just wanna... say that regardless of the low wages, everyone is just so happy still. I think because it's such a, a beautiful place, nobody is really in a bad mood. So this is why it was really shocking that they responded like this. No, but it is becoming a bit more widespread, Saha. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know, but like, I've not it's noticed more noticeable. It it's more noticeable. I have noticed it more. Like, people are stressed. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're stressed. Like, yeah, people are happy because the beach is there, but how can you... <laughs> how can you... The sun's out and the yeah, beach is there, know, but, like... Anyway, so we complained and they literally made such a scene and it was the yeah. most horrible thing ever. I've never they experienced anything like that. They said, like, don't, you have to eat it and pay. Like, you oh, don't have a the choice. Guy, we made the guy try it and he couldn't even swallow it. Yeah, anyway. so I was like, I was like, listen, darling. And there was, oh, it was just such a mess. They just didn't listen. And the police, they said that they were going to get the police to sort it out. And they never called the police. And we didn't know the number for the police. I was trying to call 999 and see if it worked. <laughs> <laughs> it just wouldn't. But anyway, oh my God, call so, yeah. 999. I know, but prawns. Dad told me. Oh, I thought you were going to say you can't call 999. That's England. But no, I, Dad told me prawns, that any huh? any emergency number it will connect to the local. Prawns so I was trying an emergency. 999. No, it's not. You're emergency. taking up time. It was. I <laughs> listen. Okay, I don't. I I listen. Okay, you're taking up I, time. Someone could be dying. Someone could be in a. It roof. was a heated argument, man. It wasn't going to get settled. That's why we had to not call 999 though. It wasn't someone... Oh, uh, what, do you mean 111? Yeah, something a bit less... Yeah, they just give you a bit of advice on the phone. It's like health. You got so you wanted... Okay. Okay, but anyway, so, that, so that's what she misses, complaint efficiency. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay, so obviously we grew up in Cyprus. We did. What would you say are, like, your best me- memories from it or, like, your funniest memories? I've got, like... I guess best and funny are really different. Like, best memories, I'd say, just the fact that we were literally chilling every day. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> every day. Like, we used to go to the most amazing school. The school was, like, the golden time was, like, amazing. Like, the things, like, oh, sad, there's so many things. Like, we used to plait. We learned how to plait on, like, the bottom of chairs. Yeah. We made, like, Roman sandals out of, like, paper. There's just, like, all these, like, random activities that you, they make you do. Do you remember? Because I, I wanted to ask you about this, and I couldn't remember... Did I push you into a metal rod in the garden? Yeah, was it on purpose? I don't know. <laughs> it really like, hurt. In my head, it stabbed you in the neck. It did stab me in the neck. How far did it go? But in? I think I was a bit dramatic. I think I really was because I put a plaster. <laughs> Basically, in our old garden in Cyprus, we used to have like my mum loves gardening, so she had like roses and everything. And one of the metal, like I don't know why, she used a metal rod to yeah. support one of her plants. You know how you use them to yeah like help yeah, them grow. Yeah. And we must have been running around. And I think it was an accident. <laughs> I really think it was an accident. But me being me and the drama queen that I am, yeah. I would have played that out as I've literally nearly died. No, like. Yeah, no, because that's how I remember it. I remember, like... <laughs> I remember... Yeah, because I put pushing you in. No, but I don't remember how you fell in. I don't remember pushing I you. I think it was a little mark. It was a pointy pole. I remember pole. It being like a 
garlic. This whole no, big I just ordeal. no because I put a plaster on it to cover it up. It was, a, it, was it. <laughs> it was a huge, you know, the plasters, like, you know how you get yeah. a plaster box and the then there's the biggest one. one in the plaster box. Mm. I stuck that right on the center of my neck because yeah. it was where my, sort of where my esophagus is, like my yeah. windpipe. Yeah. Um, so guys, you can imagine me walking around with, as if, however old I was, with like that huge oh, plaster. Like, childhood we had like we were so blessed yeah i'd say it was like it was just the school like the, the funny activities that we'd do at school yeah. like i feel like i don't know abroad i feel like the, the schooling's just different yeah. and then black olive cafe was like right around the corner from school and yeah. that they do like clubs and we used to go to like not clubs, tap dancing but, yeah, so like lessons we did tap dancing and ballet and it was just so good. Sunflower. We grew sunflowers and like. I don't remember that. Mana remembers a lot more than me because she was older. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, we did like just everything really, you, and then there was like water parks. Thing? Like every weekend, what do you do in like? Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. There's Acapulco. so much to do here. Go to the beach. Go to Acapulco. Do water sports. Like, mum used to work at the Saturday. Like she used to do Saturday yeah. market stores as well. So she'd sell her food and. It'd all sell out because English people love curries. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah. She'd and literally she'd always bring us something back every time. Yeah, like a present. Do you remember when she brought us those big dolls and there was like a mermaid one? That was like so cool. I think I do remember. And I remember once it was really rainy. It was like, because obviously it doesn't, I mean, it does rain like in the season, but not a lot. But yeah. it was like, like abnormal amount of rain and I was standing at the window like banging on the window like mum please come <laughs> and dad was like pulling you in the door like peeling me off it we've got camcorder videos oh my gosh oh, I think the camcorder video that sticks out is, to me is, is so like, please no <laughs> I knew you were going to mention it but we were around the pool so we had this little paddling pool and in the video she's like because I was a lot younger, right? We're only, like, how many years different? We're, like, a, f- a couple of years away. And she's, like... She had, like, me pushed up to water and was swirling me around the By pool. like head. Like, I yeah. grabbed her head and put it in the pool. Yeah. And it just... That was so funny to me. I think that just kind of showed our personality so much in that video. Yeah. I was literally being dragged around at the pool. And my mum was just recording it. She was, like, darling, don't do that. Darling, Mahna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember as well at Sunny Lane. So one of my teachers was called, was called Miss Katrina. Was that her name? Anyway. Oh. Was it? Yeah, whatever. And I remember being so ill this day. I was like in the playground. There was like this courtyard in the middle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, and I think the younger years, the younger years would play there. Yeah. And, you know, me, I was quite a social girl back in the day. Well, I still am, but... This this one lunchtime, I was really just not okay. I don't know what was... I was so ill. And I was lying on, like, these marble steps, just literally lying down, <laughs> flopped on the ground. And then I went into lesson, and I was sat at the back of the, the classroom, like, as she was doing the register, she was sat on this chair. And she was like, it's the heart. She said my name, right? And I went, yes. And she was like, you all right, darling? And then she made me sit on her lap, and then I threw up all over <laughs> I just remember that. That's like... Because I don't remember a lot, and there's only a few stories that I remember. I remember literally throwing up on her <clears throat> so much. So this story is actually... That's Mahna speaking, by the way. Yeah, Manon, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> even though we said it at the start of the podcast. But anyway, so I was, I was thinking of whether I should tell this story or not, but it's quite embarrassing. What? It's, it's probably my most embarrassing story. So I was wearing trousers one day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what story she's about to tell. Yeah, okay, come on. <laughs> I was wearing trousers to school and um, (laughs) I was just sat in my classroom 
just minding my business. I must have been in year four, like old, <laughs> like year three, year four. So like pretty old, like, do you know what I mean? Like how old is that? About eight, about questions. seven or eight. Yeah, so I was about seven or eight. And I've gone into the classroom, just sat down, minding my business, you know, just enjoying the lesson. And then I just got a bit of a pain in my tummy. And I just thought, nah. Don't tell me shit. <laughs> Are you being serious? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> anyway, so I felt a bit of a pain in my stomach. And I was like... <laughs> Shit, what's that? Didn't, never felt it before. Thought, okay, it can't be anything big. Shit, literally. I felt like <laughs> I felt like it was a fart. Thought I farted. <laughs> thought I farted, right? But you obviously shot yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I just sat there. I just stayed sat there because I I, I did it. I did, did it. it. And yeah, I just sat there because I was like. <laughs> out the hole and then down the side of your shoe i just thought oh i can't stand up do i don't i think i just i think i had to call the teacher and i just went home but i don't think it i don't think it fell out of my foot i don't remember it dropping onto the floor i just remember having to go home yeah, it was so traumatizing toilet habits i remember this time that we went to so there's this place called funny jungle god knows where it actually is my mum can't remember where it is is this place exactly where it's like a funny jungle? We used to just drive really far out. Of yeah, Jeep yeah, because mum had a jeep, so you, you kind of need like a big car in Cyprus because yeah. like the roads, half of them aren't really. Do you know what I mean? Right. So <laughs> yeah, so we went into funny jungle, and I remember having this little short burgundy skirt on, do to do to do, walking around. Like, what did we even do there? Just <laughs> run around in the trees? I don't know. But anyway, and then I remember. I think we were with Amber or India, either one of them, one of our my friends, and then. I remember just winging myself. I just came... <laughs> I can't remember, I remember why that. I did it. And, and then... you came back and I was like, what the hell's that? <laughs> like, seriously, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> no, because I didn't, I didn't even tell my mum. Why did I not tell <laughs> We had to go home. Is that why you were upset? Probably, like... Such a cow. And I just went and sat in the car in my soiled skirt... So that was a bit gross. I just remember being so upset. I just went to sat in the car. Everyone still was outside. And then we came back like 10 minutes later. Like, what are you doing? Man, I really didn't want to tell this story. So I'm going to tell... <laughs> I can't fucking believe that you're telling this story. <laughs> Excuse my French again. Listen, this story, she told me like the other day... Oh. <laughs> I still feel quite uncomfortable. But it's okay because... I was she doesn't do it anymore. Let's just. <laughs> I did it for one year. Okay, so this is on the one topic year of. Life. One year. So, um, how she decides who she likes. So there's these two boys in her school. We won't name who they are. A and B. We'll call them A and B. I was B. in year five at the time. That's quite bloody old. That's if embarrassing. If your friend is listening, then they'll know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is how she decides between which boy she likes. So she's sat on the toilet. <laughs> if she needs a number I was two. Literally nine. Okay, that's quite old to me. I'm sorry. In year five, I think I was very socially aware. Anyway, so she sits on the toilet as she's having a number two and she says says the names really quickly. A, B, A, B, A, B. Really quickly until the number two plops in the toilet. Who, 
Who who on earth does that like that? Is, she's not picking petals off a daisy. He loves me. He loves me not. No, she's seeing when a shit hits the toilet. Who like honestly? That is the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. I never did anything like that. It's because I just I just used to be thinking like I'd get home from school and I'd be thinking about it. Oh. And I'd be thinking like who should I like? Which one do I like more? Like, I remember I just decide. writing loads of post-it notes about Jake. I oh doubt Jake's God. listening, but I, I was, like, so in love with him. This was in, like, year, year one two. or two. And you wrote it in your diary, and then you scribbled it out. Oh. You wrote, I love Jake. <laughs> Just that, I love Jake. Apparently, and I wrote loads of post-it things. notes, and I... Really? Apparently, yeah, and I stuck them everywhere. <laughs> I don't know what that was going to achieve. And I remember going to... A, he had passing a pool notes. party. Do you remember passing notes at school? I never passed notes. <gasps> Ever? Well, in like, yeah, when I was what, older. What? Oh, you passed notes when you were older? Yeah, of course. At, like, Chef I Lions, swear so. once a teacher tried to ask, like, to see it, and we were like, I don't know, we just don't know how we got out of that, but Sorry, I think no it was about way. the teacher as well. Yeah, when did the teacher ask? <laughs> but, um, okay. yeah, so Jake had a pool party, and I just, like, I had these white, like, heeled flip flops. They were the <laughs> coolest things I'd ever worn. I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we just need a picture of both of us as you the guys... as the like cover art for this yeah, episode. I think so as well. But what photo? That one of us when I'm holding you like that. <laughs> I was stood outside the, art, the first villa. Yeah. We, had. we were obsessed with like crop tops as well. When I had the two ponies. I don't know. We'll figure no, it out. No, you know the vi- the one I'm talking about, and I'm literally grabbing your head like this at the castle. No, it kind of it's like. Uh, oh, I think I, when I'm wearing my little diner stompers. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I Have think you got so. That picture? Yeah, yeah, somewhere. But um, I think the camcorder videos really capture the. Per- we had Australian accents for some reason. Yeah, so radio, are you taking a radio? Mama, can you pass us the radio remote? <laughs> some reason, <laughs> we just had an Australian. I think it was the confusion like, between why? the Brits and the Turks. We were just yeah, we were of- fluent. Ter- well, I was a fluent Turk. I was too. Sorry, no, okay, so basically at school you have like, you have, you know how you have English, you have uh, Turkish classes, I mean Turkish, but you had two Turkish classes, the Turkish for the English kids and the Turkish for the Turks. I was in the Turkish. And I was in the Turkish for the Turks. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, well I was too, that's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) You were in year two. Yeah, but I was still counted as a Turk, maybe they just thought I was brown. Go on, count to five. Bir iki uç dört beş. Kigo? No. Kigo? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, Merhaba, Çok Güzel, John and Benny, Nessasinas, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, That's French. <laughs> that was 11 and 12 in French, anyway. Idiot. Yeah, so... I'll see you say who's stuck us on. Oh, shut up. Honestly, I just don't even care. <laughs> no, I love Turkish. I said this. I said this. I was sat in between two Turks on the plane when I was coming... On the girls' holiday, not it. this this holiday, and the ill, <laughs> she just <laughs> she just wiped her dirty toes on my leg. She, you know, <laughs> she like scratches me. If we're ever in bed together, she <laughs> scratches, <laughs> scratches me with her toenail. <laughs> no, she doesn't do it anymore. To be fair, but listen, can we just say that in, right? So there's a double bed in in England, right? That we used to share. <laughs> you might have to no, but what what dirt have you got on me? You've got nothing. I was just I was told them the four square one square thing. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. So the bed, the headboard has like these. It, it's divided into four lines. <laughs> All the time when we were younger, she would get three squares and I would get one. I don't know how that happened. And it was a double bed, like 
like it's a decent size but not really and she would spread and i think one time me mum and mana slept together (laughs) apparently me and mum woke up on the floor (laughs) jeez like i don't know what happens I don't know how that works, but like she was so adamant about it, and she'd like draw the line with her hand, and I wasn't allowed to cross it. And for some reason, I listened, but not anymore. No. Oh yeah, also something I remember from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. I'm leaving that no in. Way. No way. Are you sure? There is no way. Okay. So I remember another thing from. I don't know why this. Do you remember what her name was? She was, like, kind of old and she had a little bob. She was so cute. And she just really loved the way I said ask. I just remember that so clearly. Like, guys, I'm literally telling you all the memories I have of Cyprus because that's it. Like, she just always would love... And she'd always ask me to say it because she'd have the words up on the wall. And she'd go... Do, 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 do. One teacher... Do you remember... Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the teacher that had high heels? She always wore high heels. She yeah. was such an icon. I don't know what was wrong with her. She, like, She's had... She's that told me not to drink Coke because it had rat's blood in it. Right. And I believed her as a child <laughs> for so long. For so, so No, but, long. like, thinking back on it, at the time I just thought she was kind of strange. But, like... She used to keep a pair of heels in a drawer, pop them on when she wanted. Like, is that not so iconic? <laughs> Go her. Like, she just didn't she just do shy. Like, she used to do it on school trips as well. And she always used to have, like, different wigs and things mm. like that. I remember, though, something really... We were colouring Christmas trees, and I'd coloured mine in so well, and she was like, every time I took it to her, like, you couldn't move on to the next thing without, like, being done with it. Every time I showed it to her, she'd go, no, there's still white bits. <laughs> I said, Bubs have been sat there for half an hour colouring in this Christmas tree with a dark green pencil. It's gone blunt about <laughs> ten times. Every single time I went up to her, she went, no. There's white bits, there's white bits. Piss off. Another one of my favourite things about Cyprus is, guess what? In the UK, you have Mother's Day. You have Father's Day to show appreciation for your mum and your dad. But what do the children get? Nothing. Nada. Absolutely nada. But what do you get in Cyprus? Children's Day. Yirmi Uch Nisan. That is the 23rd of April, for those of you that are wondering. It is Children's Day. We celebrate children on this island, and it's just the best thing ever. Yeah. Okay, shut up. <laughs> no, but, like, guys, you do, like, a parade around school. Do you remember when I wore my little chicken costume? It was so zipped down, like, my whole boobs were out. I mean, I was tiny, but I was literally waddling around in this chicken costume. We just did like, and we did the, dang, the duck dance. The you know, the one that goes... I Wait, listen. Listen, oh, do you remember the... That's our performance. You were such a cute little chicken. Yeah, I was a cute little chicken. I love the pom-poms. I thought I was the chicken. Yeah, we got to keep them. They were always at home. Yeah, You'd always them. try and fit into the little plastic slippers and your feet were so far <laughs> and big. They just, you had grown out of them and she'd still try and, and it was the same with like all there our little nothing, princess dresses. Yeah, there's nothing more that I love than dressing up in heels. Why? What happens after the age of like eight? Why are you no longer allowed to dress in princess heels? Like, why do they stop <laughs> making them? Like, I still want heels. What do you mean in public? No, like just I want to walk around and like. Do you know when you get the sorry about this noise in the background? We're on the terrace and there's some construction going on. Yeah, some villas, the, the villa. Like. Yeah, like literally, probably how many meters is that, Mahna? My spatial awareness is so bad. Like, yeah, I don't know either. My geography is really bad. My geography is so bad. So how you did geography A level? No, but people say this and then it asks me like the capital of something or where this is on the planet. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's like when you learn a language, you don't actually know how to speak it. Yeah, that's really true. I'm so right. No, you're not. 
Um, do you think people can tell the difference between who's speaking? Yeah. Do you? Definitely. It depends what we're speaking about. Okay, yeah. well, anyway, unless you have any more stories, I think we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. Okay, well, I hope you guys have enjoyed. Stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs> Apologies for the wind as well. Just do this later. No, no. This is happening now. But yeah, so stay tuned for the next episode. Uh, There will be a special guest again. Who can be more special than me? No one. Literally anyone. (laughs) Yeah, so I I hope you've enjoyed. Love you. Ciao.